1: 365 days a year and he makes us all work too just (laughs) as much it's the Doug Hopkins show on KTAR being brought to you by Realty Executives what is they're saying I just had a total brain fart what where the experts are are. and my signature title the expert's choice for title services starting to get old man i really am having those situations where it's somebody that i've known for 20 years and and i'm thinking i'm like what is his name and i've called (laughs) him his name a million times does that happen because you did it with your kids so much oh i I get my kids backwards all the time
2: yeah you josh daniel Dylan.
1: yeah i i do that constantly and i I remember when my grandparents did it and now my parents do it now i'm starting
3: to do it there are times when I meet somebody, I shake their hand, they uh, I say my name, they say theirs and 2 seconds later I have no idea Can't what is. Can't remember. Said. I had no clue what their name was. You know
2: what? It's cuz you watched so much Finding Nemo growing up, you were just doing dory <laughs> 2 second
1: forget. Does him. that ever happen to you? I mean, there's actually people that they have a a practice of saying the person's name back and then yeah. it gets embedded in their head, but I need to do that. Yeah, you're right. And how many times do you know somebody that you've known and you're not like good friends or anything like that? But it's maybe somebody around the office. You've gotten their name before. Now it's three months later. You've seen them twice a week for the last three months and they're still dude to you. Yeah. What's oh, up, man? Or hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro.
2: How's it yeah. going? Uh, the gal that helps us with our transactions, I go continually between calling her Shannon and Sharon to this day <laughs> and we're killing Rachel <laughs> yeah. I, know Raquel. I do that with Raquel too <laughs> that's awesome. I do that
1: by the way she she moved into the cubicle right by the exit door and yeah. her back is facing oh, the exit scare her door all the time every single time I even fake went out the exit door the other day and stayed inside so she thought <laughs> I, I was gone <laughs> and then jumped over a cubicle <laughs> and ah! you know it's fun. hey that's that's the way it is down she's, here at Doug Hopkins that's right she's gonna have a heart
3: attack man we're really scaring her pretty pretty bad.
1: I wonder if that's
3: actionable.
1: I wonder if that's harassment in some shape or form. I,
3: I bet you it I is. I mean, do
1: you think you can do that in a regular corporate setting where you jump over people's cubicles and no. go, bah! <laughs> and they, they, <laughs> they freak out? No, no. Now, uh, maybe that's why we've got a couple open offices right now. Probably if you want to be a so, real estate
3: people. agent and you don't scare easily, give Doug a call. Yeah. <laughs> you need one of those heart, uh, what are those things called, where you uh, Oh, well,
1: yeah, see, now this the is debulator. where we're all... Yeah. See, the
3: young guy figured it out. I got gotcha. you. What was it called? Uh,
2: defibrillator.
3: Defibrillator. We there
1: would have go. remembered that 10 years ago. Yes. Hey, by the way, uh, you were talking uh, for months now. You've been talking about going down to the Mayo Clinic. Uh, we'll get to real estate after a little while, but real estate's boring compared to uh, EKGs
3: and defibrillators. <laughs> and, <laughs> Stress <laughs> tests. Yeah,
1: but you uh, went down to the Mayo Clinic. You had your, your full physical, Doug. I did. And, and I noticed that you're here, and they didn't immediately admit you into the <laughs> hospital.
3: Dude, it was so funny. You know, I had a uh, doctor. She was great. She's from Romania. Moved out here like 25 years ago. And uh, she's been working at the Mayo Clinic for 12 years. Um, But, you know, uh, let's say that uh, she lacked a little bit of uh, what we say uh, bedside manner and uh, very uh, to the point. Um, Well, that's
1: kind of what I think that's what you want out of a doctor.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, well, sometimes. But, um, you know, she she, after you did all these tests, I mean, I was there at 630 in the morning. And went uh and finally we met at four o'clock to go over all the tests and, and everything that happened. And she's looking at all my results and she looks at me. She looks at my results, she starts uh going, Hmm, interesting. And I'm like, Uh oh, something's wrong. I'm like, what's wrong? And she <laughs> she goes I don't understand. I said, What I said, what don't you understand? She goes, I don't understand. How all of your tests come back so good and all normal, and yet you are so obese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's because Doug took Dylan down uh, to the mail Clinic I was and the had one him do all the stress
3: tests. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you actually did them all yourself.
3: I did them all myself. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the because uh, I've been I've been used to going to Orange Theory, and, and they put me on the, the treadmill there, and I'm like, oh, this is a breeze, and I didn't realize it keeps going up, uh, you know, every. Every minute or so, it, it increases. And, In the stress and, test? And, and, yeah. And next thing you know, you know, she's got me on like a 10 incline going 4.2 miles an hour. And I start sweating like crazy. I'm like, whoa, how, how much how much longer, Doc? You? <laughs> she's like, you got to get your heart rate up to 147. Uh, I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. I'm like, what am I at now? Because I was huffing and puffing pretty good. And they're like, you're at 133. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> See, that's
1: the problem. He went to Orange Theory before he got into better shape. And then they probably are timing it from the time because I think if I got on a treadmill, I'd be at 147 within about 30 seconds. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, it gets crazy. Well, Orange Theory changes the elevation all the time, the speed. So that was a walk in the park for you, I'm sure.
3: Well, usually, but you're only usually there, you know, for a minute, you know, or or 90 seconds max on when you're going all out. And uh, with this, I was uh, I was going pretty much all out. I'm like. Well, we need to get there fast because I don't know how much more I got in me. <laughs>
1: See, here's the thing, Doug. And I got to tell you, I'm somewhat disappointed because I think you cheated on this. And I, and I genuinely do believe this because what you did is for the three months before the physical is you completely changed your lifestyle just for those three months so that you could clean out. You detoxified. You went and you started buying grass clippings to drink. You did the whole nine. You went to Orange Theory and all that. What you should have done is just lived your normal lifestyle. You should have got drunk the night before. <laughs> you should have come in with an extreme hangover. You should have eaten half of a pizza yeah. uh, for breakfast, and, and then the other or half a pizza for dinner, and the other half for breakfast. Th- that would have given you a true uh, gauge I'll, as I'll, to
3: where you're at. I'll tell you what. Uh, I did have two cheat days on on Saturday and Sunday right before because I did it on Monday, and because uh, because you know on Sunday we had a bunch of people over for the the football games. And so I ate a bunch of cheese and a bunch of chips and stuff and garbage uh, that I shouldn't have had, and it still came back pretty good, man. I uh, she goes, she says to me, "You must be blessed with very good genetics because none of this makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> What's her number? We need to get her on the show. That would be a hoot.
1: <laughs> I told Doug, I go, just you know what? If it costs three thousand dollars to do the uh, the physical. Give me 500 bucks, and I'll tell you, your, your blood pressure is probably a little bit high. Your cholesterol is probably a little bit high. You're borderline diabetes. and But, boy, you but spent the extra money, and they, they none of that none was of going that. on. None of that. No. Good job. No.
3: All right. So uh, how was your week? What would you do? It was good, man. I went out to uh, California for a board meeting for Seller's Advantage, which is a company that buys out in, in Chicago and in L.A., and I uh, had a great meeting out there. Uh, went to the Barrett-Jackson auction the car show. That was, uh, what an experience. It was awesome. Um, What's so great about that? You know, just watching all these cars, all these older cars that um, have been restored and and just look awesome. You know, I I got to see my first uh, $7 million car. (laughs) What kind (laughs) of
1: a car cost $7 million? I'd never even
3: heard of it before, honestly. Um, It was a a, a $4 million car and a $7 million car uh, on display there. And I'm I'm just like, (laughs) that is insane to me. Uh, Absolutely insane. But
1: I don't get the whole car thing.
3: No, not for that much money. I mean,
1: even just a a, a car that you are driving around. Mm-hmm. I want I want a utility. You know, I drive trucks. Yeah. Um, but I don't need a two hundred thousand dollar truck. I want a truck that g- that's gonna get me up and over whatever I am trying to get up and over. Yep. And get me to where I need to be. It doesn't need to even be a hundred thousand or seventy. Heck, now just to, to buy a regular truck at seventy five thousand dollars. You need a trophy but. truck, though. That
2: needs to be your dream.
1: Trophy? No, I really don't. I, I, I love my Dodge. I got my power wagon, and it All goes right. where it needs to be. It's got a winch on the front, and I'm good to go.
3: Dude, There was, uh, uh, there was some unbelievable cars there. It's a good thing I didn't register. Uh, because i 'm i 'm horrible at auctions uh, I just because I want to buy everything
1: well yeah. that 's good to know the next time you are doing the buying service at the home buying auctions yeah
3: no i don't i 've done that before <laughs> i 've done that before where i, I haven 't even seen the house and i 'm like oh that 's going way too cheap and I put up my hand and wound up getting the getting houses i 've done that before. I remember buying a house sight unseen in um, uh Levine one time it was like a three thousand square foot house uh, and it, I was at an auction I think it was a auction a z or something like that auction. And I had never even looked at it. I didn't want to buy in that area, but it was going for like 90 grand. I'm like, man, that's got to be a good deal. I'm going to put my hand up, and and I I bid one time, and I won it.
1: And we'll find out what happened with that house in minutes.
0: Buy it, sell it, invest it, or flip it.
4: Home marketing specialist than any other company in the state—a top-performing designation earned by less than one percent of all realtors. I'm Jeff Hart, co-owner of Realty Executives. No matter where you live in the Valley, we have offices and local area experts familiar with your neighborhood. The Valley is constantly growing, and so are we. Come see our newest offices in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road, and in Gilbert at the northwest corner of Val Vista and Williamsfield. Realty Executives—where the experts are.
2: Equal Housing Opportunity Broker.
0: here to help you win the property war it's the doug hopkins flippin real estate radio program
1: flippin real estate radio program being brought to you by realty executives where the experts are also by signature title the expert choice for title services and HomeBridge financial services making the dream of home ownership a reality all right let's get into some real estate here on the saturday afternoon uh here, here's something that i wanted to ask you guys about We've we've talked about you know going from a buyer's market to a seller's market. Uh, The market might be or or from a seller's market to possibly a buyer's market. Meaning, when it's a seller's market, uh, there's not enough houses for sale and there's more buyers out there, so you get demand a little bit higher of a price. Then when you have a buyer's market, that's where there's too many houses for sale maybe the prices are starting to fall and you're going to have to give up some concessions and things like that. Uh, Dylan Martin is here with the Doug Hopkins team. And, and Dylan, I wanted to talk about uh, some information for people who may be considering selling your house, different yeah. things that they need to consider. Uh, first off, where are
2: we at right now? Is it a buyer's market or is it a seller's market? Well, we're just coming off the holiday. And so we're coming off of a slow time and things are really picking up, You know, especially for us. We're having multiple listings hitting the market, but. As we've said multiple times, I feel like we're getting into more of a balanced market, right? Right now, I think it's too early to determine, hey, we're at a serious seller's market or, hey, it's a serious buyer's market. I think we're getting more natural where it should be. In
1: a natural market where there's about the same amount of houses as there are buyers or slightly more on either side, but it's not exaggerated either way. What can I expect as somebody who's going to sell my house? Number one, let's say I want to sell my house for $300,000. Okay. Okay. What? would be a decent offer at this time. Let's say it's $300,000 but there's other things now to take into consideration. Yep. Some people ask for concessions. Yep. What are concessions and how much should they ask for what
2: what is a decent amount right now? So, um what well, with that price point, right, which is in FHA guidelines, it's common that people will ask for concessions under that price point. What right? are concessions? So, concessions are monies that are given from the seller to the buyer that can be applied to different things like closing costs. They can be applied to FHA transfer fees, a whole bunch of stuff. Basically, they're, the seller's gifting money to the buyer to be used for the transaction.
1: In all reality, it's a discount, yep. um, but it's in the form of, of uh, cash taken off the sale price of the house that the buyer can put towards some of the fees that the buyer has for their loans or, or whatever, which they may not have
2: uh, what, what's a, what's a percentage that people are asking? What's for a percentage right now? Well, with the $300,000 price range, it's common, you know, for one, 2%, uh, lots of times. Three right to $6,000. Yeah. Three to $6,000. Whereas for a, a home that's around 200,000, we have a couple of those listings on, it's more common for more, you know, you can get a, a maximum, higher percentage. Yeah. You can get a maximum of three and a half percent in concessions for an FHA loan and they're asking that's still the, $6,000 yep, and they're asking for the mo- for all the whole $6,000 so it's around six grand five six grand very common for uh, lots of folks that want that extra help right because they see that yeah we want to do the paint yeah this room needs uh, new carpet or we want to put the backsplash in so they don't necessarily want to put that down on a down payment they
1: want to be able to spend the buyer wants to spend that money after they buy the house correct towards doing the upgrades now as a seller uh, or as a buyer some things you need to consider when asking for concessions is there may be multiple offers that oh, yeah. are coming in and the concessions that you're asking for may knock you out of the running for that particular house. Yep, yep. We had one just the other day where we had an
2: offer come in, very, very strong offer, but with their concessions, it was a worse deal for the seller, right? And so we approached them and said, hey, we're in a multiple offer situation where really, really like how strong your offer is, but we're going to counter and increase the purchase price on you so you can still get your concessions because that's what's most important, but we're going to increase the purchase price uh, so that way your deal wins out, right? So that's what we were able to do for our clients. So we actually sold their home for an extra $6,000 over asking.
1: But their net that they got at the end, the seller was the same. The same. Yep. But it worked out for the buyer because the buyer was able to get that money, put it towards the closing costs or whatever it was for, and then they were able to save the money that they had in their bank account so they could do the upgrades after they bought the house. Absolutely, it was a win-win.
2: That's why you need a really good realtor. Yep, if, and if that's not properly negotiated... Right. We could have lost out on that good contract, accepted the one that was a little shaky. that could have gone either way. And, you know, that could have canceled halfway through. And, you know, it could have been a very, very poor selling experience for these buyers.
1: Doug, some of the other contingencies, uh, sometimes people make an offer on a house, uh, but it's contingent on them selling their own house.
3: Yes. Yeah, that happens quite a bit. A lot of people want to know that uh, want to find the house first before they put their house on the market. Uh, The problem with that is, is. you know, you have another uh, side of it. You know, when, you, when you're going to buy, they want to know, the peop- the sellers of that house want to know that your house is sold and that you can qualify for the home. So a, a lot of people won't take in a contingency unless their house is already in escrow. And then you have to disclose all that. So um, it's... Uh, it's kind of a tricky situation because you don't like having a contingency. You like to lock those buyers in. Uh, but, you know, uh, that's just uh, the way the, the game has to be played for a lot of people. Cause you got to
1: weigh the offers and figure out which one you have a better chance of being able to close at the highest amount Yeah, a of lot money. of people
3: can't, can't qualify for two mortgages, so you have to figure out a way to, to make that happen. So it, uh, it, it happens all the time. It's just you have to do it right to, to make sure that everything goes smoothly. We had one uh, go last week. That uh, almost didn't close. Uh, we, were, we were working it all day. You saw me running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to get this deal closed. Down at the last minute.
1: I mean, it was like closed at like 4:55 in the afternoon. It was
3: insane. Yes, that's the latest I've ever. We didn't have. We didn't even know it closed until 5:30. Uh, that that it, it got actually recorded uh we found out at 5:30 and they got the keys at 5:50 so they had all their all their stuff those, in a trailer and right? it was raining out and it, i mean you know it never rains in in phoenix arizona right but i mean it was just a perfect storm uh but we got it through um it was crazy kevin kevin did a great job on that getting that through uh i had to uh, a last-second change that we had to, had to redo the deed and redo a lot of the paperwork, and it was just a, a, a nightmare. Uh, but uh, we got it, got it done, and, and uh, they were at the end of the day, it was a stressful day, but at, at the end of the day, everything was happy. We made it happen.
1: Kevin with Homebridge Financial. We'll have Corey in here in a couple of minutes. Dylan, let me go back to you and ask another question here. Uh, when people are deciding a realtor yep. to list their house with or to buy a house with, mm-hmm. uh, but let's talk about with listing your house, you're looking to sell your house. Um, commissions. Heck, I've seen as low as uh, the flat rates of $700 uh, all the way up to I'm now seeing people that are charging uh, more than the standard. The standard used to be 3% on the buy side, 3% on the sell side, which would equal a 6% total commission. Correct. Uh, I'm even seeing some people that are doing higher than that. Oh, yeah. What do people need to take into account when they're talking commission? And why would it ever uh, not make sense? Why would it make sense to pay somebody more than the 6% or why wouldn't it make sense to
2: pay somebody just a flat fee? Great, great question. This is something that I, know, I talk that's about why I'm the every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you around, Darren. So uh, it really comes to what you're getting for your money. Okay. So I want you to create a list. Pros and cons for each thing. So if you have the 1% commission, the 2%, the 7% commission, right, I want you to go down and see what you're paying for. And I just had an appointment yesterday. They're charging 7%, and these people had no idea that that wasn't – comment
1: and they're not necessarily splitting that seven percent up either it's no. not three and a half and three and a half it's four percent for the listing agent and three percent for the buying agent yeah
2: they were even doing a half.
1: Five percent yeah, it, yeah. Could, it
2: could be on the other side make sure you look at that paperwork but really what it comes down to is what you're getting for your money and i would really really invite you to give us a call and see what you're getting for your money because no one's going to put your home on the radio no one's going to have the seo and Facebook advertising like we are, and we're going to sell your home in half the time. It's going to, to
1: make it place. happen. We're going to market some houses here in just a couple of minutes, show you uh, where you're getting your bang for your buck with Dylan. It's the Doug Hopkins Show.
0: Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars.
1: So take me home.
3: Somebody who's willing to make you an as is cash offer on your house. This is Doug Hopkins from Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com. You heard right. I don't care if it's a total fixer upper or in perfect condition. I will make you an as is cash offer on your house within 24 hours. When I say I'll buy your house as is, that means you don't have to fix or repair anything or even get it ready to show to potential buyers. I buy houses all across the valley at any price any condition, and any size. And here's the best part. When you sell your house to DougHopkins.com, there are no fees, no commissions, no banks, and absolutely no repairs. We make the offer, and you pick the closing date. It's that easy. So how do you get your as-is cash offer within 24 hours? Go to DougHopkins.com and get the ball rolling today. No phone numbers to remember, just my easy-to-remember website, DougHopkins.com. Again, that's DougHopkins.com.
4: experts are.
2: Maple Equal Housing Opportunity Broker.
0: This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program brought to you by Realty Executives. Signature title, Homebridge Financial. Dylan. Dylan. From the Doug Hopkins team is with us right now. We're gonna to get to uh, Corey in just a moment, but give me some house party music, please. We we'll have a house
0: party. We don't need Say again. got
3: a bunch of them going this week. We going this week.
0: We'll
2: uh just one. Just, just one. one. All right. Yeah. there is. this one's so big. We put all of our attention and all of our resources here, so nice. just one. Day.
1: All right, so what we were talking about in the last segment is it, it really does make a difference who you have list your house as a listing agent. Anybody can throw something up on the MLS, cross their fingers, and hope uh, that they're just going to find the right buyer. But it also comes down to the negotiations, comes down to the concessions, uh, comes down to the commission that you're paying, comes down to the... It, it, you really need to take it to another level. That's just the knowledge side of it. Uh, But then when it comes to getting your house sold, throwing it up on the MLS isn't the only thing. There's people out there listening right now uh, who may be looking for a house themselves in a certain part of town. Or maybe they have a relative. And they're going to hear this address that we're about ready to tell you and go, hey, That's just the kind of thing I was looking for. Yep. Thousands of people are listening right now, and uh, that's something that we do. You know, sometimes uh, you wonder, well, hey, wait a second. That $300,000 house, they just made $9,000, 3% commission to sell my house. That's a heck of a take. It doesn't all go in your pocket, Dylan, does it? Absolutely not. No, this
2: radio show isn't free.
1: No, not only that, but uh, you do the open house yep. and you got you got to go out there and get the signs. We, we pay a company to go out there and super sign the whole neighborhood. Yep. Uh, you buy Facebook advertising in the zip code to make sure that you reach every single person over the age of uh, 25 in yep. order to let them know, hey, there's a house in your neighborhood or a condo or whatever that you might want to buy. And then of course you pump it up on the radio like this. Yep, do it up.
2: It's a huge, huge. Show them what you got. So we have an open house going on today in the Estrella Parkway area, just off Estrella Parkway in the 10. It's for three hundred and seventy thousand dollars, and it is an absolute deal. One of ten homes in the entire neighborhood. It's a fifty-five and older neighborhood that uh, has a pool, and it's absolutely incredible. Forty-five thousand dollars worth of upgrades in this house. Nice. Yeah. It was just built uh, a few years ago and has $45,000 worth of upgrades. The owner um, has a huge collection of sports memorabilia that would make Doug jealous. Nice. And uh, it's an awesome, awesome property there. The address is 17022 South 176th Drive in Goodyear, fantastic property have to be there we're there right now until two o'clock love love to see you out there and if you uh, see any of our advertising on facebook you can just click the link there and get right directions it's awesome
3: yeah we'll also have it on the uh on facebook at the uh doug hopkins real estate you can go look it up and we'll put the uh the address on there and you can see pictures and and come out and visit us
2: yeah absolutely love to see you good year is booming Booming! I, how many listings have we had in Goodyear this a year? A lot. I think almost a quarter of our listings have been out in the Goodyear, Peoria, Buckeye, Buckeye area on that yeah. west side. Why? Yeah. Why is it booming so much? There's a lot of new developments going out there, and people, you know, are are okay moving out there because of all the freeway expansions that they've done on the 10. I mean, the 10's just right in from downtown. It's not too bad, and uh, the what you get for your buck out there is awesome yeah you have a really nice home it's it's pretty amazing
1: to think within just a couple of years you're also going to have the 202 that goes all all the way out to and i forget if it's 59th avenue or somewhere in that area somewhere around there yeah but you you got access even from chandler and gilbert uh on that on that uh santan 202 Mm -hmm. we'll go all the way through awatuki and all the way down and and then connect up with the i-10 it's nuts.
2: Those property values are going to go way up.
0: For
1: Heck, sure. I remember back in the day when uh, Superstition Freeway, the 60 went out to Gilbert Road. Gilbert Road. And and that was it. And it. Then they
3: stopped at Power. Yeah, then they moved it out to Power, and we thought that was progress. Exactly. We and thought p- Power was like the end of the world. Yeah.
1: I remember, <laughs> I remember when the 101 was just called Pima Road.
3: Yeah, exactly. Remember that? One, one lane each way. Yeah, and oh, then wow. sometimes
1: they get into an argument with the uh, with the tribe, yeah. and the tribe would would shut down Pima Road, and, and then you were really in a, in a mess of hurt. Yeah. Uh, Corey is here with uh, with Homebridge Financial. Corey Krebs, welcome to the show. What's up, man? Oh, thank you,
5: thank you. Happy to be here. Good to
1: have you here. You're all decked out in your Louisville stuff.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's been a long week. Had a little sick one at home, so. This it's going my, around. This is my uh, this is my dress down day. So apologize. look
1: at you, man! Look <laughs> at you! I see you posting up on Facebook a lot, man. You're in the office till eight thirty nine o'clock at night. Some nights
5: we have to be right now. We are that busy.
1: Why, what's making us so busy?
5: Rates rates are so low right now.
1: What's the deal on the rates? Uh, well, I mean, I thought they were going up.
5: Well, they are. Well, they're starting to actually. Uh, Barry Habib from MBS Highway came out yesterday, and he was saying that uh, if you're going to lock, now's the time. Right now, the uh, the note is the lowest it's going to be all year. So we're 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 having a
2: lot of clients take advantage of that. How long does the lock last for again, Corey?
5: Uh, there's different ways we can do it. We can do it for 15 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, 180 days. Wow. Uh, we can go up to 360 days.
2: Wow, you so can even lock a year in advance.
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: it's called Lock and Shop.
2: Holy cow! So tell me about the 360 day Lock and Shop. Let's say that you know I have a client that you and I have been t- mm-hmm. touching base with. You know their credit's in poor shape, mm-hmm. and they want to fix a couple things to be able to lock in. You know, uh, or save for a down payment, fix mm-hmm. our interest rate a little bit. How does that lock process work for a, a 360 day time? Frame? Uh,
5: it's de- dependent upon how the, the loan is going to be structured. So, if we're doing a purchase, 5% down, and that's what they're trying to save up, we'll go ahead and lock on that program. We can lock it for 360 days. There is, if you're going over uh, 180 days on a lock, there is a, a slight upfront fee, but that ends up getting credited back to you at closing as yeah. well. So, you're you're basically, it's, it's, like a, it's like a good faith deposit. You're putting that money down to ensure that you're holding that rate in place for 360 days. And then when you go to close, whatever, however much you put into it, 50 basis points, you know, 25, percent uh, whatever the case is, that ends up getting credited back to you, kind of like a lender credit, but it's actually your money. So it's more of a deposit you put down, you get back. But uh, if you don't close, you lose it. Yes, that is true. If you do not close with us, we're holding, you know, we got wheels in motion that are working. So, yeah, that goes to kind of pay for the <laughs> the payroll of the people that we had in the back end. That's what
1: I love about Homebridge, everything. though, is your transparency. Most people oh, yeah. just say the good stuff about it. Well, hey, I mean, everybody knows that nothing's for free. Exactly. Um, and, and, and so you do this lock. And so then 360 days later, let's say by let's say the it goes down. Yes. Am I stuck in the higher rate? No,
5: no, 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 no. There is one time. If you're within 60 days of you closing, either it's a new construction and there's 60 days from it being done, or you're 60 days from, you know, you have a contract in that's a 30 day contract and you have 60 days left. It's like, okay, we're, 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 we can go ahead and, and float that down and give you that better rate. And you can do that one time. And it has to be within that 60 days.
1: Wow. Doug, that's almost like gambling, man. It's like going <laughs> to the roulette wheel, you know? Well,
5: it's not gambling because you're, you're locked it's in. It's gambling
1: where you're, 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 exactly. you're the house. You're the house. You get, to, you get to, th- to throw it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you guys always come up with some great programs, too. That's obviously one of them. Uh, what's something that a lot of people are signing up for, some of the programs that you got? Uh,
5: a new program we rolled out is part of our simple access underwriting. It's a portfolio loan. You could be two days out of bankruptcy, and we can get you approved. How's that work? Uh, you got to have 30% down. But there is that option for, the, for individuals who have, you know, we see a lot of the self-employed doing this. You know, th- we've, we've talked about that multiple times. You know, a way to save more money. You know, if you happen to have a bankruptcy but you can have a family that has, you know, money that they're willing to gift you to help you get back to where you need to be, you just have to have 5% of it being your own funds. But with a 30% down payment and two days out of a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, we've got a home for you.
1: Wow. All the way down to what credit score?
5: Uh, that one is 650.
1: What's the lowest credit score that you've ever written a note on?
5: Uh, five fi- Well, <laughs> in the new era or the old era? No, the new era. <laughs> new era, 550. 550. We so. can do wow. 550 on FHA and VA with 10% down.
3: 550. <laughs> if you have a heartbeat, you should be at 550. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said.
2: When I was at the property management company, you would be surprised. Well, really? yeah, I
5: was going to say, oh there's a lot goodness. of those clients that, that have those bad, you know, circumstances and things that you know sometimes it's even beyond their control and
1: sometimes yeah sometimes it's not just walking right. away from contracts that yeah. you've that you've written it could medical. be yeah medical yes. it could be cancer it could be something yes. that be, you've got no choice and it could be devastating
2: but you can help those people out yeah, right absolutely. Corey? you have a bunch of programs to help people with their credit
5: absolutely give me a call we'll fix up your credit
1: all right uh what is the number to call
5: 480-565-2639 say it again 480-565-2639
1: That is Corey Krebs with Homebridge Financial. It's the Doug Hopkins show.
0: From investing to rehabbing to profiting. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
4: because this place your-
0: That's 480-898-1234 or rentredbrick.com.
4: I'm Jeff Hark, co-owner of Realty Executives. Did you know there are 70,000 real estate licensees in Arizona? We all probably have a friend, relative, or know someone who's a realtor. Realty Executives was founded on bringing the best career professional agents together into one company. When navigating the complexities, legalities, and liabilities associated with the largest financial transaction of your life, you need a career professional with the experience to advise you. Make an executive decision and Work with a Realty Executives agent. Realty Executives, where the experts are.
2: Legal Housing Opportunity Broker.
0: Make your home the best flipping home on the block. Find the right contractors and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's
1: Doug Hopkins, Flipping Real Estate Radio Program on this Saturday. Corey Krebs in with us from Home Bridge. Making the dream of home ownership a reality. Also, the show is being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are. Signature title, the expert choice for title services. And DougHopkins.com. Yes, sir. For all your real estate needs. Doesn't yes. matter if you want to buy, you want to sell, you want to lease, you want to borrow, you want to uh, steal. Anything will, <laughs> will help you out with it, right? Absolutely. Almost anything. Uh, almost anything,
3: exactly, yes.
1: Any, any, Because no two deals are the same.
3: Yeah. No, no, no two deals are the same, and, and uh, you know, it, it's funny. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before. They, they start blending together after a while, but um, I've been going on a lot of appointments, meeting some awesome people out in the East Valley. I, I do a lot of the East Valley appointments, and, um, man, I get uh, I got so scared the other day. I, had a, uh, uh, I went to a, a house out in Queen Creek, and it was on an acre property, and I'm walking up to the door, and all of a sudden, this Doberman Pinscher comes out from behind the house and just starts charging me and barking. Like, and this thing is – and I'm, I look back. There's, I was too far away from my car. There's no way I could get back to my car in time before this dog caught me. And I must have had the h- most high-pitched voice going, Hey, buddy!
1: Hey, buddy!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: just made him think you're really a wimp. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I am like, oh my God, I'm gonna get eaten alive right now. Uh, what happened? He he uh, he was fu- charging full steam. I have no idea how he stopped. He put on the, the skids, you know, he just he skidded into me and uh, and I just and, and the guy the guy's yelling, the guy came from out by and else he goes, You better pet her! You better petter He's screaming at him I'm like okay. Holy smokes. <laughs> so I'm, thi- I'm thinking that because he's saying you better pet her, that this could be an issue. Like we, <laughs> if you don't pet her, she gonna bite you. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, you know, I know enough to know that you don't just start petting a dog. You got to let them sniff your hand first. They, you know, you, they, you can't be aggressive. So, um, you know, I just kind of got down a little bit, and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, hey, buddy," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's turned out to be the most, the sweetest dog. Wouldn't leave my side the whole time. Just, just wanted to be pet. But. Uh, that was a little scary, man. That was a little scary. I, I bet. If you're going out and you, and you got to, uh, if you have dogs, uh, usually the big dogs aren't the ones that, that give me a problem. It's the, it's the little, the little dogs. Oh yeah. The little bite my ankles. Yeah. Little it, man syndrome. Oh my gosh. You know, there, there was one time I remember I was in a house and, um, they had two little, little dogs. I think, I think one was a Chihuahua. and One was like Chihuahua like, and, uh, uh, this dog was just being aggressive, like really being aggressive with me. And, and, and uh, you know, the, the people were like, oh, she's fine. She, don't, don't worry about it. I'm like, I don't think she's fine. Like, she's not having this with whatever <laughs> with me in the house. It's like, oh, she'll be fine. Don't worry about her. Just, you know, just put, don't bear no mind and you're, you'll be fine. So I'm walking around and this dog is just cu- coming at me and backing off and coming at me and just will not stop. And I'm like, this dog is going to bite me. And sure as heck, I, I look away for a second. I'm looking into a room, and that thing came up, and boom, right right, right my ankle, drew blood. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, the dog just bit me. Look. And they're like, oh, she's never done that before. That's weird. And I'm like, sure. will you pick up your damn dog, people?
1: <laughs> Go lock that thing away, man. <laughs> Could you imagine if they made a full-size Chihuahua? How, how ferocious those things would be because the chihuahuas they seem to be more ferocious than pit bulls but just because their size they're you know yeah. it's not that big of a deal could you imagine like a hundred pound chihuahua coming at you That's that was that ferocious
5: <laughs> i was like you just described one of my worst nightmares that'd be horrible <laughs> <laughs> those dogs i no. Uh-uh. dylan no. what do you
1: do uh, you know people have dogs uh they have open houses uh they can't load the dogs all the all up in the car what do they do what do you tell people who have who have pets
2: Oh and they, you know, Or people are just coming by to look at their house. What are some do's and don'ts with that? Well, uh, most of the time with people that really care about their dog, they're kennel trained, right? So for a showing, you can put them in the kennel for 15, 20 minutes while people view the house and they can leave. That is that is awesome. So if you can get your dog kennel trained or already have that, that's vital. If Outside not, or inside? Uh, either or, right? I think most people understand. Is having
1: inside pets a negative when selling your house? Uh, if there's be.
3: damage to it. Right, it can yeah. be obviously. Uh, look at what my dogs did to my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in if fact, I'm I got somebody doing it right now over there doing doing all the repairs of that. She she ate all my lights. She ate she she pulled up the the uh, the grass the fake grass. You got a new up. puppy. Oh my gosh, she's 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 just destroyed my backyard that I just put all this money into, and she's single-handedly destroyed is it. Is
2: that the first or second time she's done that? Oh, she's done it many times. She and, eats and, his and,
1: remote.
3: She does all. Oh, nice she stuff. Has, yeah, she eats my remote controls, and yeah, she is. Dry Driving me bonkers. It's funny because I'll get her toys. She won't touch the toys. She wants to eat everything else. That uh, you should just go
1: buy a cheap remote control as a toy, and you know, do some things like that. Oh man, and she knows what. And she
3: knows what she did. I'll come outside, and she'll instantly go hide underneath the table or. You know, it, it, when she's done something, if she yeah. hasn't done anything, she'll be like, you know, t- tail wagging. Can't wait. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, daddy's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when, when she's done something, man, she just cowers. She knows she she knows she's not supposed to do it. And she, yet yeah, she does it anyway. She's like a kid. I she thought just, it was, was like awesome. child. <laughs> it,
1: it was really cool. Doug actually named her after a former online girlfriend. Trixie. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some other do's and don'ts with open houses or
2: just people walking through your house? Should you be there while people are looking at your house? No, no. I always advise my clients why not? to not be there if they can. Well, you want them to imagine the buyer. You want the buyer to imagine that it's their home. It's You don't want them to see you and see that it's your home. You want them to put themselves there, right? So that's why we have you take down... You know, your photos, your family photos and everything like that, because yes, those are. Oh, you tell them to take down family photos. Yeah. I mean, well, I love your family. Your family's awesome. It's gorgeous. I'm super proud that you're proud of your family, but I don't want a buyer coming in and seeing that and seeing that this is your house. You know what
1: you should do is you should find out who the people are that are going to go look at the house, pull their family photo off of (laughs) Facebook, (laughs) put it in a frame and stick it up. It, it might kind of freak him out, that's but it
2: might be a heck of a subliminal message for him. You know what? I think that's the next level of Facebook stalking, and I'm committed to it. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You know, I, I, you went in, I went
3: into to talk about putting the dog in the kennel. I went and showing the houses the other day to my buddy Brent, and um, and they did uh, the the sellers did that. They put the dog in the in the in the kennel in the uh, uh, in the laundry room. Well, I had no idea. And the door, the door was closed to the laundry room. I go and open up the do- the the laundry room, and that dog started barking, scared the living heck out of me. I didn't know what the I didn't know. I I slammed the door. I thought that dog was coming out to get me. Uh, I wish there was a camera there; you could have seen my reaction. But uh, yeah, I had absolutely no idea that dog was uh, was not having having it. He was not, he was. Uh, he was, I think if he had gotten out, he would have killed me. <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know what, what else talking. you could
1: do? You could take, uh, like, if it's a single woman that's going to look at the house, yep. you could, like, Photoshop Aquaman with her in the family photo. <laughs> yeah. ah. Do you know yes. what I'm saying? Then they could really picture, like, hey, if I buy this house, I may be able to marry Aquaman. That's true. I don't know what it is about Aquaman. It, like, all the women out there, all the, you know, like our why? holy
3: smokes. Was, didn't they have an Aquaman in... Um uh, what was that HBO show? Uh, that uh, the one the guy with all of his friends that w- went out to Hollywood and got uh, uh, got famous Entourage. Entourage. So. Yes, I think that an Entourage he had. He started in Aquaman, and then it's, it, it turned out to be like the biggest hit ever. And like this is incredible. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a big deal.
3: Like foreshadowing Corey,
1: Yeah, we've got about ninety seconds left. What are your what's your last minute advice aside from calling Homebridge financially to get a loan?
5: Stay away from you. You are super creepy today. People's I'm photos, like stalking people on Facebook. I'm thinking about next level marketing here. <laughs> no, le- next level marketing. You want your credit fixed? Give me a call. You want to make the dream of home ownership a reality? Give me a call. We-, we work late at night, early in the morning. Anytime you need me, I'm here for you.
1: Even yeah, if we- you've got good credit, I'm sorry, but even if you got good credit, going up to the next level, if you go from a 719 to a 725, that can get you a better rate and save you some money. Yes,
3: absolutely. No, I, I was going to say, I think it was Saturday, if it was a Friday or Saturday night last week. Uh, you were, you were... You posted something you were at the office till like 9 30 at yep. night or something like that yep money yeah. never sleeps yeah anytime any day i i i felt too i, I said to myself what a poor sap
1: <laughs> 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 he
3: must really not want to go home
1: if you yeah. want to get in touch with Corey krebs the number to call is 480-565-2639 for dylan martin with the doug hopkins team
3: 480-498-8000 and for doug hopkins go to, to doug hopkins.com and have a great great uh, weekend everybody